you're listening to this, your eyes are not deceiving you and your ears are not misleading you. Once again, for the first time in almost five months, this is the Maturish Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Kobe and welcome. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've already been here before, welcome. <laughs> oh, I tried. So wow. I am sorry. No, I'm sorry. I know. I think we had long enough on the bus. My God. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everybody. But if you don't know what this is or what it's about, who I am, once again, I'm Kobe. And for this episode, just like every other episode that we've done before, 16 episodes, might I add, I'm not here alone. gonna introduce me in or I figured oh you. hello every sorry am I being too loud again I, I just know. I like being loud oh you do I'm going to be quiet I'm going to attempt to be quiet this episode okay. hi everybody my name is I'm very insecure about my name I am Kobe's co-host and this is Maturish, episode 17. Kobe? It is bringing me the utmost joy to be sitting here right now and to be doing this once again. If I'm being completely honest, let's be transparent for a minute. The last time me and my co-host sat down to record was Christmas Eve morning. Wow. That episode, of course, being our 2021 recap, was posted on New Year's Eve. It is almost five months later, and a whole lot has happened in those five months. Stuff in the world has happened. People have died. People have been born. And I just think it's time we should set some time aside to talk about some of those things. Hi. How Hi. are you? How? Sorry. Hi. Hi. Look at you. Look at you. You know, if I'm being... <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Go ahead. Are you dead ass right now? <laughs> I was gonna say something you were not gonna like at all. No, feel free. Go, I know, go ahead. I'd I really like to now know. I was gonna say, you look so much older. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Good at all. I'm sorry. Okay. Good lord. The amount of trimming this is gonna need. No, it's not. Is astronomical. No. That's okay. <clears throat> Give me a second. I'm waiting. I don't even know what the last thing I said was. People have died and been born. Okay, so give me a second. I'm going to connect that. Okay. Connecting the dots. 
sorry. And we're here. We're back. So I decided that what better time than now to discuss what we've been up to, what have we been doing, and letting you guys know what to expect from us in the very near future. So a big thing, I mean, at least the biggest thing for me personally, is my second semester of college is done. Endo. I am officially, officially done with my very first year of college. That was a very big step. Very big step. A huge step. And if there's anybody that knows anything about huge, it's me in my life. You know, there were times in school where I thought I was getting ahead of myself or whatever. But it's nice to know that just that bit of that journey is already done. You also, my lovely Mm co-host, have finished a semester of college. I'll ask you, how are you feeling now knowing that that semester is done and what do you have plans for now that that's over? Um, I feel like I'm finally getting my life together. After being lost for so long, I'm finding myself and what I want to do, finally. And that is such a good thing to hear. Ain't it? Um, it's almost been an entire year that we've been doing this. And that's crazy in itself. I mean, it was pretty much a year ago at this time that we were just starting to discuss doing this. And it's true. It is. And it's so crazy to see that it's like actually a thing now. Mm. Um, that five month break, I think was, I didn't expect it to be five entire months. Mm. I think five months was a little long, but it's not quite six. That's true. Wow. And I think I've made some growth and you know, in those five months, Um, And I'm proud of the person I am today. That's nice. It's summertime. Mm -hmm. Summertime. Wow. You know, I think it was just nice to take that break from this. Because really, I just focused all my time on school. Mm -hmm. And I will say 100% this semester, for me personally, went a whole lot better than the last one. But I think there were a few reasons. Um, Probably the biggest being that I just simply focused on this on school that is um but also i think i had i was already starting to get used to being in college you know when you start something new that first semester of high school it you have to adjust to it you know you're not a little kid anymore um and i think it's the same with college you know you're out of high school and it's taken a different sort of step and i think i really needed that first semester to get my feet wet And I was really able to swim very well that second semester. Um, In terms of being able to look back on school, how do you think you did? Are you proud of what you did this last semester? Um, yeah. I passed. Yeah. And really, I guess that's all that matters. You know, at the end of the day, um, I mean, a GPA is a thing. Yeah. But 
for me, I mean, of course I want to get like the best of grades, mm -hmm. but at the same time, just passing is always the goal. Just like my teacher told me, D's get degrees. Mm -hmm. That is such an honest teacher. Mm -hmm. An honest teacher. Really? I feel like, because like in the past, I feel like I never really focused on college, I guess, because like. I never really knew what I wanted to do 100%. Right. I always wanted to do like a whole bunch of things, but now I've like settled down and I have a vision and I know what I want to do so I can more focus on school. And that is? What your, I want to do. Your vision and what you want to oh, do. Let's save that for another episode. Ooh. Ooh. Mm -hmm. My toes are curling in excitement. Wow. Uh, but... That's done. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's been five months since we've sat down and done this. So aside from school, as a person, are you content? I mean, trying to compare it to December, that's one thing, you know. It was the dead of winter. Yeah. But my goodness, by the last time we recorded, it hadn't even like started snowing or nothing yet. Yeah. It wasn't even winter for real. We didn't get winter winter until like mid-January. It was just cold. It was. It was terribly cold um but that's okay mm -hmm. besides school from december 24th to today is there anything else that's new with you rather that's just how you're feeling as a person do you think there's a different sort of mindset now sitting in this chair talking into this microphone than there was on christmas eve um i feel like I'm more taking care of myself now. In what aspects? Just mentally. Mm. Trying to go to the gym more. You know, little stuff like that. Trying to get myself going so I'm not just sitting. Mm -hmm. So when I'm not at school, I'm not just, you know, doing nothing. I'm finding other things to do to get myself motivated. Right. Just to keep going. Yeah. And I think that's important, too, to always be doing something. And when I say that, it's like we're at such a pivotal time in our life. Um, and that's kind of why we're doing this, to document this to where when we're like all old and geriatric and 30, we can look back on this and uh, reflect. But I'm at a time in my life now where the old things I used to do don't cut it anymore. Back when I was in middle school, back when I was in high school, I did not leave the house. Um, like, in terms of friends, I loved my friends dearly, but I seen everybody from 8.30 to 3.30. Mm -hmm. If it was eight uh, 3.31, you did not see Kobe. Summer breaks, you would have thought I died. Mm -hmm. And then I was just back in August. And I think it's important now to live, especially being, you know, on the cusp of 20. We don't have those many summers left to live life like that yeah. and I do wish you know when I was younger I would have gotten out more and did more things like that mm -hmm. but uh, I at least have time now it's not like you know I'm all old children running around and whatever I still have time now to enjoy myself to go out to have fun and I think that's my primary focus this summer uh, there's a lot I want to do in terms of this in terms of maturish because I love this so, so much. 
but also just having fun in my personal life, getting out the house, touching grass. Mm -hmm. That's also just as equally important to me, enjoying this summer. It's my last teenage summer. Yeah. That is so sad. Oh, no. Oh, my God. But looking at me, you think my last teenage summer was a long time ago. Damn. Donovan. <laughs> in terms of talking about summer, is there anything that you're looking forward to the most this summer? Any plans already or? Um, nope. I'm going to just see where this summer takes me. Hopefully it's somewhere good. That's how I like to be. And not somewhere bad. Right. Mm -hmm. As spontaneous as possible. Because I feel like in life, that's where like the most fun comes from. I'm not saying you can't have fun if we don't say, you know what, Donovan, on June 2nd, we're going to go do this or whatever. Because you can have fun that way, of course. Oh, we will. We will on and June 2nd. Are. And we are. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important. But I also feel like there's times where it's like, I need to wake up and not know what I'm doing. And then I end up with my shirt around my neck running around downtown. That's how it's supposed to be. Exactly. Wow. So, uh, in terms of maturish, over these five months, I, I personally, towards the end there of last year, I felt like I was starting to get a little burnt out in terms of ideas. Because uh, when we first started this, it was like, okay, this is what I'm going to talk about. These are the episode ideas I have. Boom, 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 boom. And, like, the first five, ten were, were, like, bam. But then, like, the closer we got to 16, mm -hmm. yeah. it was more so, like, what can I talk about now that hasn't already been discussed? You know, how do we keep it fresh? Yeah. In these five months, I've definitely, I've thought about things, and I'm not going to tell y'all what. Sorry. I'm not going to tell y'all what. Okay. Just keep on listening. I am. Because they'll be back. Okay. They'll be here. And you'll be listening. I'm here. You are, and I'm here too. Wow. And we are doing this. Together. Me and my lovely co-host. I'm here. Uh, there are ideas that I currently have uh, that I'm, like, if I find it funny that we haven't already done them. Uh, just episode ideas that it's like, wow, what, why wasn't that number three? <laughs> it's going to be number 20 or something like that. Um... But there's a lot I do want to do with this. Um, and I don't quite necessarily know how to put it into action. Uh, like I said, my biggest focus this summer is summering. Is mm -hmm. using the summer and letting the summer use me. Of course. But number two is really buckling down on this. Because we started this last August. Yep. So really... The entire time we've been doing this so far, we've always had something else to do. Mm -hmm. School, you know, work, whatever. Now, it's kind of to a point where there's more free time. And not all of the free time, but some of the free time I want to devote to bettering this platform. Yeah. And bettering myself in this platform. Um, so, in terms of this year... Uh, there's a lot of things. And it's kind of funny talking about this year because half of the year is almost gone already. Uh, but it was very therapeutic. You know, I, I, like I said, I didn't I quite want it to be five months long. But at the same time, it needed to be five months long. I will say next winter, I don't want it to be five months long. 
Who knows? It might be eight months long. Oh, no. But we'll try to, I'll try to personally make it work. I don't know how we're going to make it work, but now is it that time. Okay. And it'll work. It will. It will. I promise that. But it's just trying to. That shit is on your shoulders, buddy. Good luck. Thank you. You're welcome. I will do this. Because I ain't doing that shit. And I'm just asking for you guys' support. You ain't getting no support from me. Just come come along for the ride. Because I'm driving this bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's driving this bus? It's me. I'm just sitting. It's me. And I need you guys. Park style. I need you guys Chilling. to fill the seats. So, because I'm sitting in the front. I suppose I'll ask you. In the five months, have you? Because there were times. I'll be honest. I'll talk about myself real quick first. Not that I haven't done any of that already. There were times where maturish was heavily on my mind, and then there was times where it was not on my mind at all. Which I think that's how it needed to be, you know? We were taking five months off. We were on a break, and I needed to focus on other things. Are Is there anything, are there anything, is there anything that you've thought of in your head that you're willing to disclose now that you've thought of in these last five months in terms of Maturish and what people can expect from Maturish from you? Um, hell no. As long as... There is something to be spoken about. I will speak about it. Because who gives a care? I don't. No. Because if people want to know something, I'm going to tell them. Right. I'm very truthful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. I think like uh, with a platform like this and what we do, uh, the truth is very important. Transparency is really important. Uh, and I think that's what I'm willing to offer the most. It's just transparency. If there's things going on in the world, I'm wanting to talk about them. And I'm wanting to be brutally honest about them. Uh, But aside from that, in these last five months, there have been a lot of things to happen in the world. Um, Some things that I'm willing to talk about. First things first. There have been a whole bunch of like unexpected celebrity deaths. That have really caught me off guard. Like I said. Daddy. The last time we recorded was New Year's Eve. Daddy. And that episode oh, was posted. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I just said the last time we recorded was New Year's Eve. That's incorrect. It was Christmas Eve. The episode was posted on New Year's Eve. So it was posted noon, New Year's Eve. And it was around that time that the news broke that America's heartbeat betty white had passed away just a few weeks short of her of her hundredth birthday her birthday it was her birthday and that's the thing it's i mean betty white was so old that i never i mean it was almost kind of like a joke that it's like betty white isn't gonna die She she did she did she was the last golden girl alive you know she lived you know, approximately almost two decades. Can we watch that together? We can. I love, I love the show. Golden Girls. I love that show. The Golden Girls is one TV series that I've seen every single episode of. 
there are a few uh family guy is on that list i still i'm watching every family guy new episode religiously so i can be able to say that i have seen every single episode of family guy orange is the black orange is the new black orange is, is on black. that list uh being mary jane but talking about betty it is so funny to me i mean it wasn't funny in that moment because I was really holding out hope that she was going to live to be 100. Yeah. Only because, like, they had just started to make it a big deal in terms of, like, her management and on social media that they were doing uh, magazine interviews. And, you know, Betty White's turning 100. What does the star have to say? Whatever, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like they jinxed themselves. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. if they would have just kept quiet until her 100th birthday, Betty would have still been sitting there. Do you remember? Oops. Do you remember how you found out Betty White died? Okay. Are you visiting with me? I'm in my room and I'm laying on the floor. As I'm laying on the floor, I wake up because I tend to sleep on the floor all the time. I wake up and I unlock my phone with my face because I got face ID. Mm hmm. And then I hop on the Facebook and I see they talk about Betty White died. And I said, oh, that can't be right at all. So then I check the Google and the other social media networks and they say it too. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Then immediately my next thought was take a picture of Betty White. And claim to be with her because yeah. I was. Yeah, you kind of did do the most. Mm -hmm. But if anybody truly did do the most, it was me. So I don't remember what I was doing before, but I was doing something. I was listening to music actually, had the Bluetooth speaker on, and I just picked up my phone to scroll on Instagram. And the first post I seen on Instagram was from one of the blog pages because I follow all the blog pages. I need the T as a scorching. You feel me? So one of the blog pages shared that Lil Duval had said something about Betty White. Oh. You know, I'm living my best life, Lil Duval. Oh. Yeah. So what Lil Duval said was, God showed Betty White something about 2022 that made her say, F it and check out. Man, that so, was hilarious. I read it, mm -hmm. but I was confused because I didn't quite, I mean, I didn't know she was dead. So it didn't register with me. Then I literally scrolled. I, I can visually like see this. I scrolled. The next post was an ad. And after that ad was breaking, actress Betty White dead at 99 years old. And my jaw dropped. That's horrible. Dropped. Only because, like I said, I was holding out so much hope for Betty to make it to 100. I didn't even know the lady. The lady did not know I existed. But she was the grandmother I never had. Uh, so just immediately then, like, I've never played a song so fast than I had Thank You For Being A Friend queued up. Just on repeat. I was calling everybody. Call my mom. Call my grandmother. Calling everybody. Betty White's dead. Betty White's dead. Uh, so it was very much a, a moment. Uh, I did like that they still ended up doing the birthday event. Because 
what it was was a film. Uh, just like a documentary, people had gotten together, uh, celebrities, Ryan Reynolds was one of them, uh, Sandra Bullock was another. They were interviewing people about the impact Betty had on them. And Betty also uh, recorded uh, a message to be included in this film, and they were going to have a big view party on her birthday. So they still ended up doing all of that, just obviously Betty was not around <laughs> to see it. Uh I still like that they still did that. Cause, I don't. Oh. Continue. Because uh, it was nice that the message that came out from it, it was crazy how frail she was looking. Oh, that's not um, I mean, she was 99 years old. That's true. But when I thought of Betty White, I didn't think that she was like 99 years old, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just pictured a normal, you know, old lady and that's how Betty White ended up looking. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was old. Well, she was 99 years old. So what it was, was they recorded a, right then, where that picture was taken. Uh, she got all dressed up and she recorded a message just thanking the uh, the fans for coming along on this journey with her. Uh, and it was just a couple days after that she had her stroke. And then a few days after that was when she died. Oof. Uh it was sad. It was sad. Uh, it was a I bad made a couple of days. I made a shrine. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I have a whole lot of Golden Girls stuff, like just the two TV shows stuff that people have gifted me. I have Golden Girls shirts. I have Golden Girls stuff, and I have Friends stuff. Friends is a cool TV show. Don't get me wrong. I love Friends, but I didn't. It's not like up there for me. Friends is another TV show that I've seen every episode of. Um, so when the when Betty White died, as soon as I got done calling everybody, I got a standout and I had a Golden Girls calendar. I had a mug and I had playing cards that I set up on this stand with a candle lit in between them. And I paid my respects to the dearly departed Betty White. Uh, besides that, the other big celebrity death that I feel like really got me. Will Smith. No, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Was Bob Saget. So, only because Full House and Fuller House were are some of my favorite shows. Once again, they're not up there. That's Golden Girls and Golden Girls only. But uh, I really liked Full House and then Fuller House was okay for what it was. And the way he died was so unexpected. Uh, so I was like, wow. I, did, I guess, like, there's some people you just don't envision dying. Yeah. And he was one of them, you know? Like, in terms of TV parents, Danny Tanner is, like, up there in regards of that's a name everybody knows. You know, everybody's watched Full House. Uh, so that was surprising. But, like you said... There was another event that happened, mm-hmm. um, and that, of course, was the Oscars. Yep. So, let me say this for the record. Me saying this is going to be the absolute last time in my life that I ever talk about it. Only because the fact that we are however many weeks removed, yep. at least two months, Crazy. I don't know, and people are still milking it, mm-hmm. is irritating to me. 
So I guess I'll ask you, do you remember how you found out about the incident and what your thoughts were? Um, I just thought, I didn't thought, I saw mm -hmm. just people making fun of them on TikTok. Mm. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? So I looked a little bit and I was like, oh, well, why would Will Smith do that to that man? Right. Especially over a woman that does not love him. That was that was my first thought. Yes. But. I don't I don't quite know how I first found out. I think somebody texted me. I don't even remember who I don't even know how it happened. I lied. I was on Facebook and it was another one of those breaking news taglines. Mm -hmm. Will Smith, you know, Oscars slap, Chris Rock, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I read it and once again I'm confused. So that's when I went to Twitter, and on Twitter, somebody had already either recorded their TV screen or they had a screen recording of it. So when I first seen the video, it was censored, uh, you know, didn't hear the dialogue. It was just the action. So my first thought was like, oh, this is staged. They're actors. It's an acting event. Of course. They're putting on a performance. Oh, duh. I feel like that's what a lot of people were thinking, at least at first. Um, only because... I mean, they're both comedians. Why would exactly. They? And I think that's what it was. What cracks me up the most is the aftermath from it. Mm -hmm. How people are like, how dare Will Smith? Mm -hmm. He should never act again. Kick him out of the academy. Will, S whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody is either completely anti-Will Smith or completely anti-Chris Rock. He should have never made that joke. How dare he talk about somebody else's spouse like that? And my thing is, my honest-to-God opinion about it is, he said the joke, you know, the G.I. Jane, whatever, multiple times. He said it, like, three or four times. If he would have just said it once and moved on from it, I think everybody would have been cool. If you go back and look, Jada didn't laugh. She was more like a nervous smirk, but Will cracked mm. up, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's the fact that Chris just kept on milking it and milking it and milking it. Then, you know, Will rightfully got upset. But the way he handled it, I don't think, yeah. was necessarily correct. Right. You know, um, when you're at a stage, a position in life like they are, you can't just do things like that. You of can't course. just walk up and slap somebody because you disagree with that. Because you always have eyes on you. Especially yeah. when you're at the Oscars, mm -hmm. when it's everybody. Uh, I don't know how I think he should have handled it. Because, once again, and this is something... <laughs> hey, can you yeah, just can you stop? Yeah, Chris. Something that I found out after the fact was ever since the whole, like, Will and Jada, their whole marriage has really become, like, a, a laughing stock. Yeah. They've been the butt of many of his jokes within the last five years or so. So, really, what I truly think it was... I mean, and I don't know Willard, so I don't know. But what I truly think it was, was it was like the cherry on top of the Sunday that they had just had enough of just not only Chris Rock, but everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody hasn't had a nice thing to say, or I should say nobody has had a nice thing to say. And they shouldn't. About this relationship in Lord knows how many years. She doesn't. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> what, what good thing has she said about that man? 
Her last name is Smith. <laughs> she don't claim that. She name. had his kids. In my honest opinion, and once again, I don't know Jada either. Nope. But if Tupac wouldn't have died, she'd be Jada Pinkett Shakur. Yep. That's just my honest opinion. Uh, I don't know. This is probably something I'll have to look into, or somebody listening to this knows. What caused Will Smith and Jada Pinkett to start dating? I don't know. Um, like, uh, I like her as an actress. Set It Off is my absolute favorite movie. Number one. Like, in my opinion, there are other movies um, that I enjoy. Set It Off is number one for me. You know, you had her, Kimberly Elise, uh, Vivica A. Fox, and Queen Latifah. It's just, that's it for me. I've never really referred to her as Jada Pinkett Smith, just because I've been so into her work as on her own that she's just always been Jada Pinkett to me. I don't think she really refers to herself much as Jada Pinkett Smith no, either. Uh, but it's nice because with them, they've always been together. At least like, well, obviously they've been together longer than I've been alive. But you've always seen them together. They've never hid the fact that they're married to each other. And then, of course, their kids have always been famous, you know, along with them. And they're still doing their thing. I, I lie. some karate kid. What is Jaden Smith doing? Lord, I mean, Lord. Willow Smith is doing her best attempt at music as possible. That's a damn good attempt. Uh, I She's trying, and I applaud her for that. What is Jaden Smith doing? Um, He's probably doing some business thing, whatever he's doing. The last thing I can remember him doing, and this is forever ago, but it was some movie with Will Smith. Like something with alien something i don't know but ever since then he just went viral not that long ago for like a comment he made on a podcast or something where he was like people are too worried about social media and not focused enough on world issues or something like that that's how he knew he was different from everybody i've always personally preferred Jaden over willow um so it's nice to see what they're doing i do listen to red table talk a lot really yeah I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, maybe, you know, five or six, uh, but Red Table Talk is one of them. Just because, you know, it's Jada, it's her mom, it's Willow, and, you know, sometimes they have an, an extra guest or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like just listening to other people's perspectives about things, yeah. and Jada Pinkett's outlook on everything is so unique. Uh, so that's what it is. Uh I guess it's irritating now when I, like, I still get on. Like, just yesterday, day before yesterday, Wanda Sykes says she's still traumatized by... Because Wanda Sykes was one of the uh, hosts for the Oscars. There were three hosts for the Oscars. And I can't remember who the third one was. Uh, It was Amy Schumer, it was Wanda Sykes, and it was Regina Hall. Okay. So, those three hosts all had the same experience. Amy Schumer has came out and said, you know, whatever. I'm not big on Amy Schumer, period. Wanda Sykes, just, I think her and Amy both have come out and said that they're traumatized. Regina Hall, God bless Regina, has not said anything. Anything. Which, I don't quite understand. 
the whole like I'm traumatized that it happens. That so dumb. Like that. it's a stretch. You know, yes. I can definitely understand if you were taken aback, mm-hmm. but it's not like he walked up and pulled an AK out of his pocket and shot up the whole first three front rows. Right. He walked up and he did slap him. You know, and that it was out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just it's strange how everybody is milking it. You know, yes. and I if the only thing was, and this is what cracks me up about it, is I think. Will was just tired of the jokes at his expense, at his wife's expense, at his marriage's expense. But he didn't make it any better in that one moment. At all. He just made it worse. Made it worse, exactly. A thousand times. And and since then, like, when I read that uh, he's doing a movie for Disney and Disney has halted it. Netflix has halted this Will Smith movie. And it's like, it wasn't that serious. At Um, all. He's kicked out of the Academy for 10 years. So... He'll never, at least for the next 10 years, he can't be a best actor of the year or whatever it is. Oh, no. It's not that big of a deal. At um, I was more so waiting because I felt like his punishment was going to be very harsh. I think mm-hmm. 10 years is very harsh as it is. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's not like he went up and slapped Chris Rock on the street. He did it at their award ceremony. Yep. Uh I don't know. It's just it's so weird because you haven't heard in of any Chris Rock penalties. Mm-hmm. He is a comedian, though. And that's what comedians do is they poke fun at things. Yes, I'm no comedian myself, but if I'm cracking a joke, nine times out of ten, that joke is centered on me. Because I know I can take the joke and I know, you know, people are going to laugh. When you sit here and you crack jokes at other people, you know... You have to worry about things like that, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age. You know, you cannot talk about anything, anything, because something is going to offend somebody. Almost rightfully so, though, because there have been some comedians in the past that were able to say things their entire career mm-hmm. and get away with those things, saying certain words or targeting certain groups that should not be acceptable. Uh, so I think I just that's like at least for me it's just I focus on myself or other things that is like not as that serious. Now I will say if there were certain times, <laughs> if a microphone was on in certain moments, I would be gone, gone. But at the same time, it's just there's a time and a place, and it's 2022, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think comedians need to adapt just as a whole. Uh, because you can't do certain things now yeah. in the, the world that you could do 22 years ago. It's not 2000 and it's not 1990. So that is, it is, it is what it is. And that, like, how everything has shifted, it just made me think about, because, like, I remember my younger days watching Power Rangers, right? Right. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words will never hurt me. That's right. But now, man, you say a syllable wrong, and now you can't leave the house because you're going to get attacked. Well, and this is what's going to be perfect in an upcoming, may or may not be upcoming, cancel culture episode of Maturish. Oh, yeah. But to say right now, There are times where I think, like, ignorance deserves to be targeted. And I'll say it, like, right now. 
there are times where people in my family say certain things that I'm like, hold on, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm one of those. Come on, because uh, I think just as a planet, as a generation. I don't know where planet came from. I just want us all to change. But especially our generation. We're still young enough that we can change. You know, when you're our parents' age, especially when you're our grandparents' age, that behavior and those things have been so embedded into them. I mean, I don't think I'll ever be in a, at a point in life that it's like, Oh, I'm so set in my ways that if I'm doing wrong, nobody can teach me right. Because, I mean, if you can change, they can. I just think that's not an excuse. At it's all. not an excuse. It's not. it's not. But at the same time, I don't know. Because if I lived 65 years doing this one or having this one mindset towards this one issue, mm-hmm. would I change that mindset just because people are getting upset now? Uh, it's worked for me these last 65 years. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it work today? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just you know generational things. There are things that our parents' generation do that they do that we don't find acceptable. Mm-hmm. Things that their parents' generation did that they didn't find acceptable. I don't know what our children won't find acceptable about us, but that's just how it is. I just think us as a generation we're so open-minded, mm-hmm. which is such a good thing. So I'm not saying so that many gay people. Oh. There is a lot of ignorance still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, you can't, nobody can change overnight. And a lot of people aren't willing to get educated. But I think enough are that a lot of issues, social issues, I think will will be pretty much fizzled out, at least in a few generations after this one. Yeah. What I do find... When I say I find this funny, I don't mean like I don't laugh at this. I find it odd that here we are in 2022, but it feels like racism is at an all-time high. Roe versus Wade just got overturned. It's like, are we in 2022 or is it 1960? Yes. There's a lot of things that you're stuck. That's starting to open up, that's starting to come to light, that's really starting to make me open up my eyes. But check this out, because this is something I realized. A lot of our states, cities, our states, our country's leaders are old. Yeah. Old. Yes. And I think that is something that needs to change. Like, for example, our last two presidents were born in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Our current president, the president before that. I think there's a minimal age to be president. You yes. cannot be president unless you are 35 years of age. Mm-hmm. There should also be maximum age. Yes. We should not, like Bernie Sanders was just talking, and he's not ruling out running for president in 2024. Mm-hmm. Bernie. Right. I love you. I think Bernie Sanders personally is who I would have rather... Be president right now? Don't be all. Uh, you know, I think it would have been different this year had he even made it further in 2016. Uh, love you, Bernie. But there, and I'm not saying we need a fresh 35 year old to be president. All right. But these 70 year olds sitting in office, mm-hmm. it's not okay. 
because the majority of the population isn't 70 years old. Uh, so I think we need to figure out a way. Now, I'm not saying like a high schooler should be governor, but there needs to be more of a way for young people to be involved in the world, in the things that are happening. Because Congress is making decisions, you know, that are insane. They are. They're making decisions that are going to affect us, and they're all going to be dead. They will. They're all going to be dead. They're not going to be here in five years to see how it works out. Exactly. Let alone long term. So I feel like we would very much benefit from a reworking of age limits. A reworking of everything. Of everything yeah. in the government, truly. Because, like... I still don't know why, like, the Constitution or whatever the fuck they be talking about, how it hasn't been, like, rewritten. Mm -hmm. Because it was written... In the 1700s. Was it 1776? Something like that. When slaves... Literally, yeah. ...were the main source of the economy. Okay. It's like, hmm? Yeah. And we're still abiding by this. That's yeah. just insane to me. Or, um... A lot of it comes down to like the Constitution. They're always adding things to the Constitution. Mm -hmm. They've taken things away from the Constitution at times. Why are we not like regularly updating this thing? Exactly. Uh, to make it more inclusive, a lot of things that are happening in the world right now should be things that were sorted out years ago. Years ago. If you are a blatant racist in 2022, and I'm not saying, you know, in certain parts of the country, you know, there are certain cities where that is their livelihood. Mm -hmm. But just in general, one, if you're 100% racist, you should not comfortably be roaming the streets. Mm -hmm. Not in this day and age. Not this far after the civil rights movement. Not this far removed from slavery. It's just, it's, it's ignorant. Like, yeah. I personally, I just don't understand it. How can you just not like a group of people because of their skin color? Now, I'm not saying, like, there shouldn't be some people of this color that you shouldn't like. There should be some people of that color that you shouldn't like you or sh any color. You shouldn't like somebody because of who they are. Right. Like. It should come down to the person. Mm -hmm. Or there's a lot of racist you'll hear a lot of stories of uh a white person that had this one bad experience with this black person now they hate black people right same for black people to white people mm -hmm. um because that's a, another thing that i don't necessarily think that i like that i see online is only white people can be racist you can only be racist if you have power and i don't quite agree with that um Racism, colorism, whatever. I feel like it all just gets grouped into one thing. If you walk into a room that's full of white people and you, you're you uncomfortable being in the room, whatever, because they're just white, mm -hmm. then I think that's a problem. Same if everybody in that room is yeah. black. Same if everybody in that room is Hispanic or whatever. Um, there's a lot of soul searching that we need to have. I feel like if we target white to black racism... That's more what's common. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that will be what uh, gets the ball rolling. But I think we should just, we need to open it up to everybody and everything. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, it's like jokes about white people from people of color. It's common, you know, people can post this stuff on social media and it's funny. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I don't laugh at it or whatever. Right. But how is that okay? But if a white person was to make that joke about a black person, mm-hmm. then they're losing their job, they're losing this, they're losing that. I feel like I've been seeing that a little bit more recently. Yeah. And I've been expecting to see, like, in the comments of the video or whatever, like, oh, you can't make this joke because you are a white person. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been seeing that. It's kind of, like, cool. Right. Because, I mean, even it out, you know? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Even it out at zero. Very. <laughs> Let's not do 50 50. <laughs> I'll hate you if you hate me. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Just Let's just like. Hate slash love each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll smile to your face, but so help me God when you turn your back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's so crazy. It is. I guess it's so crazy when you think about like the 60s, because when you just talk about it, the 60s and Dr. King and everything seems like it was so long ago. But at the same time, Ruby Bridges is still alive today. Mm-hmm. There are people still alive. Uh, uh, um, there are people. Still Jesse alive. Jackson, mm-hmm. Jesse Jackson, who was marching with Dr. King, okay. is very much still alive. And as far as we know, is well, mm-hmm. Al Sharpton is still around. You have these prominent figures, you know, Coretta Scott only died, or Coretta Scott King. I need to stop referring to these ladies as their maiden names. Jada Pinkett, Coretta Scott. Um, Did she die in the late 90s or the early 2000s? One of the two, Rosa Parks only died in the 2000s. This isn't as far removed as I feel like the history books try to make it out to be. It's not as far removed as we're taught that it was. Just because a picture is in black and white doesn't mean it just wasn't yesterday. Right. Uh, so I feel like that's something we definitely need to at least educate ourselves on is that this is still a battle because the battle never ended. Mm-hmm. Civil rights didn't solve it. You know, uh, just a couple of years ago, I can't believe that it's already almost been two years since the George Floyd stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Time is flying by. Yep. But like compare that, that it's like this is still an everyday battle. Every day. Trayvon Martin was only 10 years ago. Um, you know, Rodney King was only in the 90s. This is something that is still very much prominent today. So I don't think we should be comfortable. Um, be thankful that we're able to be as quote unquote free as we are. Yeah. But at the same time, major change still needs to happen. There is. It's like, I feel like we're not um, pushing mm-hmm. as much as we should. Because especially, one thing I always think about when I think about racist stuff is Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Because, like, he was kneeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now he can't play football no more. Right. And it's just like, is that not a part of his freedom of speech that we so-called have? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, wish, wish, with the national anthem. <laughs> I wish racism would stop too. Yes, I'm just wishing. With the national anthem, with the Pledge of Allegiance, if I'm not happy with 
the progress of my country, if I'm not happy with the status of my country right now, why do I have to stand and put my hand over my heart? Why pledge allegiance to something that wants me dead? Yeah. That wants me down on my knees in the dirt, picking cotton. <laughs> you know? It's like, what? You okay? Bless me. You need a tissue? I'm fine. Okay. Thank you. This is, I don't know, this is always against me because why would I do that? They right. don't even fuck with me like that. Right. And it's understandable. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's so crazy. Um, because I feel like real action. Now, I'm not saying there aren't really good people that aren't still trying to do justice. But it's not a big thing until something drastic happens. Mm-hmm. When George Floyd happened, everybody was in the streets when George Floyd died. Everybody wanted change. Two years later, though, only two years later, you know, we're not still using hashtags. And when I say we, I'm not saying, you know, everybody isn't because there still are people who are. Mm-hmm. But those people aren't getting the spotlight anymore mm-hmm. because it's not a breaking news it's not story. Cool it's not cool. It's exactly. Like, what was I about to say? Fuck. It's like, because there are people still dying, like, exactly the same way. Right. Every day. Yeah. And there are people, like, trying to make a change, trying to make a difference. Mm-hmm. They're still doing the same things that they were two years ago. But for some reason, they're not on the front page anymore. Right. That's what, I feel like we as a country... We pick and choose what's big news. Yep. Not us. Not us. The but but every those people. Yep. The higher ups. Mm-hmm. They Americans are what we know is very much filtered. Mm, yeah. And that's everybody should know that. You know. We only know truly about everything what they want us to know. Mm-hmm. Period point blank. There's a whole lot still left to the world that we're ignorant to. You know, our history books are telling us one thing about this war, about this person. And then you go and actually read about it and you find out things that you weren't told that in school. Uh, And I think that's also very damaging is just how information is fed to us uh, as children isn't really the best in terms of setting us up to be adults. Because in that time, you know, I'm willing to educate myself. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to learn, you know, how everything truly went, not how the books have said or how one person said on their platform. I want to know the truth. Not everybody wants to do that because some people are content in what they learned in sixth grade history. I mean, it's like some people don't even know. Right. Like they think those people want what's best for us when they don't. Something that I find very interesting is that curriculum for school varies per district. That is mind-boggling to me mm-hmm. because there is somebody in whatever state and whatever state, whatever city, whatever that they're learning something that I'm not necessarily learning mm-hmm. or I, I feel like that's something that as a country should have been worked mm-hmm. differently uh just with information period, you know. Sure, we all know how to count but maybe i learned how to count differently than somebody else did Mm -hmm. but just in terms of information 
Why can one state talk about this happening, but another state can't? Or this state learns it this way, but this state doesn't. So strange. Just as a country, I feel like we need to... There's a lot of things that we need to have open up person to person. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things that should be more universal. Or national, I should say. (laughs) All right. And they're not. I feel like way too much is open to choice Mm -hmm. to the certain people in power. I guess it would be one thing if, like, at the beginning of the school year, they sent home a pamphlet. This is what we can teach your children. Mm -hmm. Are you comfortable with learning about this? Whatever. But they don't do that. You know, you just go to school and they teach you what they want you to learn. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of things need to be reworked. Uh, Yeah. Because it's just it's so crazy that after all these years, while progress has been made, it's very, very teeny, 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 tiny, small, minimal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things need to be reworked to be more modern. Yep. We can't be in the 2020s living life like the 1770s. And a lot of it, while it's not sure slaves aren't running around or we're in cars instead of riding horses, mm-hmm. but... Just because it looks different, a lot of it, the values are still the same. And that needs to change. It's crazy how it's like exactly the same. Right. Because like I heard on TikTok, I need to look more into this truly. They were talking about how like slavery isn't really like gone entirely. Mm -hmm. It's just different. Like it's in the jail, Mm -hmm. in the prisons and shit. And it's just like... How much of this other stuff that we think is like gone, mm-hmm. but it's still like kind of like in there, like in the fine lines and the right because that's what a lot of it was, or I should say, is mm-hmm. bills that have been passed, they only pass them so it's as teeny tiny bit of okay enough to say that it's okay. Yep. You know, nothing is 100% solved in this country. We only say it's very much like here's your cookie, now you're happy. Yep. Well, do this much so you'll be happy. You know, black people wanted change. We'll make Juneteenth a national holiday. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Thanks. Mm-hmm. But we still need change. Right. But Juneteenth is a national <laughs> holiday. Uh, so just things like that where it's like where you need a mile, they're only giving you an inch. You know, I need a three-course dinner, but I'm eating mozzarella sticks instead. Yep. Uh a lot still needs to change. And I guess that's something that I'm very much looking forward to for the good reasons and the bad. Because sitting here at almost 20 years old, I am I really do want to see what's life like as a citizen in this country 10 years from now. You know, or when my, if I have children, when they're my age now, how will it be for them uh, compared to how it is for me? I think that's one thing I'm really looking forward to is... Being able to live enough that I can compare the back then to now, um, because I can't. You can't really do much of that, at least for us yet. Mm. And that's something I really want to do because when you ask our parents, not much has changed at all. Mm-mm. Can I read this to you? Sure. I just want to like why they thought this was okay. Okay, Thirteenth Amendment. Mm. Getting rid of slavery. Oh, that's so good. This is still 
We still go by this today. It's still in the Constitution. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime. Did so? I'm just wondering, like, who read this and said it was okay? And then everyone else was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Right. I guess black people couldn't read at the time. That's probably it. Right. But we can read now. Come on. So read. And look at what's going on. Right. You know, that's crazy right. to me. There's just not enough true activism. At all. Because I don't, I don't think we look at the grand scale. Sure, it's affecting the black community. But it's not necessarily affecting me. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah, black people are being killed by cops, but nobody in my family has been killed by a cop. And it shouldn't take that personal tie to it for you to want change. There's things that have happened in my life, and I just wrote a paper about this in school. Uh, My last paper, actually. Wow. For my last ever English class I have to take. Wow. I know. But the paper was about something that's an issue in my eyes. But it didn't really open my eyes to being an issue until it was something that involves me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it shouldn't be like that. We need to look at issues as issues. Just because it doesn't affect your household doesn't mean it doesn't affect the household next to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we need to look at that. You know, just because it doesn't affect me and mine doesn't mean it doesn't affect you and yours. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's something. There's just a whole lot that needs to change. But who am I? Kobe. I am Kobe. Mm-hmm. And Kobe is very excited to see where this goes. I have, I just got so ahead of myself, mm-hmm. like in terms of episodes. Uh, like I already have many episodes laid out. This is going to be done this week. This is going to be done that week. This is what we're going to talk about during it. I'm just really excited to do it. I think what I'm looking forward to the most is the end of this journey. Mm-hmm. Not saying like I'm not en- enjoying the journey, but I really want to enjoy the end because, like we've said before, you can only be mature-ish for so long. Mm. I'm gonna push. Yep. I'm gonna push how long? I'm gonna be ish as long as possible. Of course. But I'm really looking forward to the end mm-hmm. and being able to look back just on everything we've talked about so far. Everything we have yet to talk about, things we might not even get to talk about. And I just want to see progress. Good progress. Progress. So, please sit down. If you're standing, sit. Sorry. And tur- turn on your seatbelt. Uh, okay. <laughs> because this is a ride you are going to want to be on. Yep. I don't 100% know. Nothing is 100% certain. Never. Some things are. Mm-hmm. But not everything exactly. is. Mm-hmm. That conversation sure does feel familiar. It don't it? Um, I don't quite know what this journey is going to lead, you know, week to week from now until the end of summer, from now until the end of the year. I have an idea. And I'm really looking forward to watching that idea come to life. Thank you, 
my lovely co-host for Hi. being here. Thank you myself for coming along on this ride. It was amazing. I love you all so much. Everybody, like I said, strap in because it's time to go. Thank you for listening. Strap in and strap on. This was and is the Maturish Podcast. Look at that perfect timing. Can y'all hear it? Thank you. Do you think they can hear it? It doesn't matter. They're not going to hear it. Goodbye. Oh, I said goodbye too early. That wasn't perfect.